with a million It's that world heavyweight flow Championship belt wrapped around my waist Yo, I got that Ric Flair figure flow Slam you on the pavement, that's why they call me Street Pro Create heat on beat flow Like Jordan after the second time he three-peated folks Get ready, set, let's go Fight toe-to-toe, release the flow created by this mic pro Lights, camera, get low Action pack, back to back. In fact, this monster will grow. Y'all better let him know. Man with the master plan, and you have no need to know. Heart like winter cold. Bust these fools. Anything less than killing whack rappers is a crime. I stay trying to get mine. Stacking value, packing venues, winning overtime. Ain't no fine timeline. Open your eyes and looking for the best, and this is what you find. Game is only for the bold. Can't prepare, now get ready for the show. Introducing, from parts unknown, your UFC and combat sports insider, Clever D, the combat G, and the sports professor. Uh-huh. <laughs> yo, 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 what up, friends? You know who it is. Ball and Buds in the house. Your favorite combat sports duo. You got the star of the show. Bow. I think it's that way, but I don't know because I'm mirroring my camera. So I have no clue. But that's Clubber D to Combat G. No? You can't hear me? Yep. You can hear me? Oh, okay. We're good. We're good. Okay. All right. Just wanted to make sure. Uh, yo, yo, yo. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for joining us today on a special Combat Sports Thursday. You know, we got a little 8.05 TBS time in. I had a little networking I had to do. I had a little meeting I had. It's called late, not um, TBS time. It's called late, but we're going to make it rock. You, did, okay? you said what now? It's, it's called late. <laughs> it's called late. Yeah, you know, yeah. TBS time can be called late, uh, but I had some very important meetings today that I had to have with some people that uh you know could uh very much help our future so that was uh, a little more important than this particular moment but hey we're here and we appreciate you joining us thank you to all of our fans we love you here at ball and buzz shout out to everybody that is joining us that being said company how are you feeling today my friend oh man a rough week man i had a doctor's appointment got an mri set up you know the usual getting old is what uh, it is okay are you all right Hey, we'll, we'll talk offline. Okay, we're going to talk offline. That's uh, that's uh, best friend talk that we'll have later. But uh, hey, look at this. What's up? I don't know who this is. I, I think that's my dad, but I'm not sure because I cannot see names. So yeah, if it is, holla at your boy. Uh, and also, Jeremy uh, Ballreich. Pause. Uh, Kyle Shanahan gets away with horrible offensive play calling. By scapegoating Steve Wilkes. So this is obviously somebody who wants a 49ers point of view. Club for D. This is a combat sports show, but we must give the fans what they want. I want them what to tune into the end of the show. This? How about you tune into the end of the show when we go over anything that's not combat related? Wow. I mean, you can at least answer the man's question. <laughs> uh, what do you want me to say? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I need to stick around so when we're done, we can still talk about stuff that's not related to the topic at hand. You know, I can't I can't talk for Kyle Shanahan, the New Age Marv Levy. Right. No. Okay. I got you. And yes, uh, Dad, it doesn't show anybody's name. If you're on Facebook, all it shows us is Facebook users, so we can't actually see yeah, who it is commenting. So the homie yeah. Jeremy came through, but yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, word. Let's go ahead and get on into this. Again, thank you for joining Ball and Buds, Clubber D, the Combat G, and yours truly, the Sports Professor. Today, we are here for a special, special show because this weekend, yes, we have UFC 298 and, and a competing company, the newly formed PFL and Bellator coming up as well and that will be champion versus champion we will talk about all of that tonight as well as the newest boxing news so first we are going to start with the boxing news that we have on tap and so there have been a few stories 
that have come out this week, but obviously we want to start off with Clubber D's breaking news or any important system. So, brother, and then we'll get into the rest of it. All right, all right. Let's talk about uh. So, what the fight that got announced? We got we got Ryan Garcia going against Devin Haney. That could be March thirtieth, I believe. And not March thirtieth. It's gonna be uh April. It's April, right? I think it's April twentieth or April thirtieth. One to two. But uh, well, we all know what happened with Ryan Garcia. This guy wanted to fight. Devin stopped fight, uh, decided not to fight him, hung out with Floyd Mayweather, and then decided to fight Roly Ramirez, uh, Romero. And now Roly did the pump fake, and now he's fighting Pitbull on uh, PBC's first card uh, with uh, with Amazon. And it's kind of weird because he Oscar De La Hoya came out and said that he took less money, less money from Amazon. And if you look at it, Amazon's not even promoting these guys. Okay, it is. Al Heyman's putting the money in for PBC just to show on Amazon. And I wonder what are they gonna do with these other fighters? So I'll talk about Canelo Alvarez later on. Um, you know, because he's uh quote unquote made an announcement this week about who he's gonna fight. But let's get back to Ryan Garcia. He's gonna be fighting Devin Haney. And I don't understand why do these guys wanna fight Devin Haney like right after why does he accept these fights right after Ramadan? Because Ramadan's next month. And Lomachenko was the same way where he fought Lomachenko the month after Ramadan. So I don't know they, they want to get him hungry and angry. I don't understand why they want to fight him directly after Ramadan. But, hey, he accepts the fight, so I guess he's okay with it. Um, it's kind of weird. You know, a lot of fighters don't like to train during Ramadan because you only can train at night. I mean, they can train during the day, but, you know, so you don't replenish yourself too at night because uh, of the fast. So um, it's kind of, kind, of, kind of weird that happens. Uh, I will say this. If you missed the, the fake scuffle that happened, uh when they saw each other face to face over the weekend it's pretty funny you ever you ever been around two people that don't want to fight each other but act like they want to fight each other ryan garcia pushed him and they did a spin move behind his uh security guard i I haven't seen that in a long time haven't seen that in quite a long time but yeah they're trying to hype this fight up even tank uh tank davis came out and said a wwe type ish but uh you know it's not like he's he's trying to be yeah and that's well, that's going to be event. our April 20th show, 420, uh, for all my 420 friendlies out there. Um, but yeah, that's going to be an amazing fight. Shout out my boy Gary from uh, Placemaker. Uh, he was actually asking me about this fight the other day. And I told him I told him the same thing you told me, Cleverty. And I told him the same thing you tell me every single time. Garcia is not a true number one. He is not... No. The fighter that you're going to put on live TV because he's going to beat somebody. You might put him on live TV because he has a lot of Instagram followers or a lot of social media followers. But you're not putting him on on, on TV because he's beating Tank Davis, right? You're not putting him because he's beating Shakar Stevenson. Yes, go ahead. He he just had a a recent, I think the guy's name, Neon. So one of those streamers, I don't know. But he does. He's good with that, with those type of guys. Uh He's good with like YouTube uh, people like Bradley Martin and maybe the the Nelk Boys that generation. He's good, fame like that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, but he's not a bad fighter, but he's not a pay per view fighter yet. He's not. He hasn't advanced to where he should be. He looked a lot better his last fight against Oscar Durant. But who the, who the hell's Oscar Durant? You know. So he's getting a lot of chances. He's literally fighting for the for WBC belt. You know, going against somebody uh, that he really shouldn't be fighting because. Who's he? What does he do to deserve uh, this this title shot? So, um, and shout out to uh, your boy Puerto Rican guy uh, uh, Sabril Matisse, who just signed with the Zone. He's he's away from PBC now. He's with the Zone, so uh, hopefully we'll see him fight pretty soon um, in the Zone for, in uh, defending his one forty strap. But shout out to him. But yeah, Ryan Garcia, he's a good fighter. It's just he's not ready for somebody like Devin Haney or Shakur Stevenson. You know, did you just get on a? Uh, what was that a roller coaster what are you doing yo let's go let us come on let's go boricuas <laughs> wepa 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 surreal out here you sent me that instagram joint where that guy i don't know his name but he was very serious i know he's a boxing reporter but he was very serious about the power that yeah. Subriel matias has now I want to ask you a question. I know this is going off script because this was not on the the show the show docket. But is Sabril Matias just a very heavy power puncher, or is he an actual boxer that can be the next Puerto Rican great? Uh, he's more of a a power puncher. Um, man, is 20, 20. He's twenty, and I think he's twenty and zero. I, I might have one loss. I'm not sure, but 
all all 20 of his fights he's like arthur better beef all 20 of them were knockouts so this man has hands of stone he like what he did what i heard was he had hard uh platinos in his in his fist you know what i'm saying he he, he, he wrapped his fist in a fungus. dude three people was, quit on their stool three yeah. people quit on the stool and he, and he, and he ki unfortunately killed someone also here in uh at the mgm when he fought up here uh buddy mccurt was the guy's trainer he was telling him i'm not gonna let this go on uh not longer and uh the, the next round got him up out of there and then that dude uh, passed away unfortunately at the hospital i think the next day or the day after you know i haven't seen power like this recent besides him was like you got david morrell at 168 who put somebody in a coma you know uh, deontay wilder put somebody in a coma before you know what i'm saying so this guy's got serious power you know they, if they go whoop, you might you might, might it reminds me of myself back in the day because i used to slap people all the time and they get trolled for noise pollution you know like like sean price say hits my like what was that you know it's it's that's that was like me back in 1982 but you know that's another story a lot of y'all are too young for that y'all would y'all don't know but yeah now so bro so you gotta look well, at the heavy hitters all, at one huh i mean uh sean p rest in peace let's give a yeah. let's give a good shout out to sean p or, uh you know the the rock the the, the crew was it the rock down crew no I, i'm saying that incorrectly Duck down. the the no, not rock. Skelter, rock and rock thank you thank you okay I, anyway. I got you yes you got my back always i appreciate that there um so anyways good okay well awesome to hear as a puerto rican you know boxing fan we're always looking for our next premier fighter since uh wow it's been a while Miguel Cotto wow it's been what Edward so if you guys don't know if you guys don't know if you haven't tuned in to over okay hmm. well, how, how many people saw my short uh quite a bit of people you know about a thousand people in, in, in like 24 hours so I did my top five Mexican fighters let me know who you guys want to hear next I might I might do Puerto Rico but I'm limited right there so I might have to jump throw in Cuba and Dominican Republic that makes I might that might be longer than five but it'd be hard to get five top five small three because there's so many good fighters and I don't know if there's enough I'll be leaving some people out but the top Mexican fighters you know what I'm saying I have those uh I want to I'm gonna do it to where I'm gonna do sections of America West Coast Midwest East Coast fighters top five and then I'm gonna break it down in uh you know uh, weight classes and things like that so I haven't forgot about Europe Philippines GBSC out there we're gonna do it some for uh I think guys uh, uh is he Filipino I think he's Filipino yeah Benny Pacquiao um you got uh Donigo Donaire you know, Chris John and Cambodia so there's a lot of fighters out there that I'm gonna do like a top five four you know what I'm saying if you guys rock with it cool if you don't rock with it watch anyways okay I don't I, I do care but I don't care <laughs> but yeah I'm gonna I'm I'm do something like that so I think next we might I might do uh either Puerto Rico now, Cuba, Dominican Republic we'll see now what I would what I would think to say though and I know maybe we don't have as many as other countries but I would think a top three of of just Trinidad and Cotto, and I'm not even thinking of all the other great fighters we've had, is 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 better than a lot of other top threes from any other country. Maybe not Mexico, but uh, three. You talk about Trinidad, Cotto, and who else? Mm -hmm. No, you, that's two. You cut out. You cut out. I mean, I can't think of a third off the top of my head, and I really should be able to say exactly. That. I mean, really are you gonna, Macho Camacho is he is he Puerto Rican or is he New Yorkian? You know, so that's why I didn't put Oscar De La Hoya in with the Mexican uh, uh, fighters because he's born in America. Same with uh, Andy Ruiz, you know, the first uh, Mexican descended uh, heavyweight champion. So you know, I had to break it down like that because somebody would have been online like, oh no, he's not Mexican, you know, what I'm saying so. Somebody would have done that, you know. So I I got to keep it a hundred, you know, saying that. So it's. You know, maybe it's a descent from another country that they represent. Like, even if I do Europe, um, what is Lance Lewis? Is he is he British? Is he Jamaican? Is he Canadian? Like, it's, <laughs> it's it's hard to do. You know what I'm saying? I might do my top five heavyweights, but you know, I, it's going to be from my era up. So I can't be like uh, Muhammad Ali, George George Foreman. Well, George Foreman maybe a little. bit. Uh, we'll see the 90s but i can't be like oh yeah uh uh jack dempsey should be number one or rock marciano man i ain't 100 years old i don't know i can't i can't put those guys up there you know what i'm saying so we'll we'll see you know what i'm saying we'll we'll see what we can do but you know i, I really appreciate everybody that watched that video um you know it's blown up a little bit you know it, it, it lifted my spirits um you know after watching cow shanahan but anyways that's another story let's keep this moving and grooving what's next yeah and we I want to thank everybody that watched that video. I mean, that video now has over a thousand views as a short. So y'all, 
go ahead and go out and watch Clubber D give his top five Mexican boxers all time. And while you're there, go watch the worst golf swing I've ever seen, which now has over 2.5 thousand views. And while you're there, subscribe at Ball and Buds. La Viva La Raza. Y'all hear me? Let's go. No, I feel you. All right. Well, let's keep it moving on. So, one of the uh, news topics that came out uh, just recently was the Fury versus Usyk. Uh, obviously, Fury got a cut on his eyebrow. looked really, really bad um, during uh, training. So what can you tell us about the new date? What can you tell us about what this postponement caused in terms of maybe fight money or personal issues or whatever? And how do you think this will play out in the next couple months, my friend? Oh boy, you know, excuse me, you got me now. It's giving me indigestion just thinking about it. Excuse me. So, I was so looking forward to this fight to happen. And I was looking forward to happen back in December, but I knew when they announced it, Engano was going to do something or whatever, and, and Fury got cut in that fight. And I don't know why he was sparring that hard, pause close to this fight, um, but I don't understand this. Okay, so you got to understand. Usyk has been waiting for this fight for the last probably uh, five months. You know, uh, this man missed the second birth of his, uh, uh, sorry, his second child's birth because of his training camp, because of this fight, all for nothing, because it doesn't happen. So he could not be there to see his child getting born because he's training for this fight. This is adding more, you know, oomph to this fight as for him, you know, because if it was me, and I missed my child's birth because I'm training for a fight. And this guy gets cut what, two weeks before the fight. I'm whooping his ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock every freaking uh, 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 Paddington the Bear, uh, uh, what else, Tia Crumpet. I'm knocking all that, all, that, all that out of him. You know what I'm saying? So, it's I feel bad for him. So, what, what they're doing now, His, ex- his Excellency, uh, Turkish, I don't want to ruin his name, out there in Saudi Arabia, they're putting in a clause. If they don't make this date, that is $10 million out of their own money they have to pay, okay? So I love this idea, okay? that They've been trying to get this fight the second time they move this date. So, yes, penalize the fighter. Cut, no cut, whatever. You're fighting on this date unless it's something catastrophic. But if they don't show up, that is $10 million they have to pay, and I love it. Um, so May 18th, May is going to ship, uh, is shipping out to be a decent month with boxing because, you know, at the end of May, I mean, sorry, early, uh, late April, we got Ryan Garcia and Ed Haney. And then you got uh, May 4th, which is going to be Canelo. I'll talk about who he might fight pretty soon. Uh, that's a great day, May 4th, because your boy's birthday. So that's going to happen. And I think uh, UFC, there's going to be a UFC card around that time, too. Uh, so, and then you got Fury Usyk, May 18th. So I think it's Mother's Day weekend. So, you know, you take I'll take your mother out, you know, and we'll watch the fight together. Do like a matinee, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's gonna be no, it'll be an early fight. You know, this it's over in Great in uh, Saudi Arabia, so I'd be around like three, four o'clock. You know, but we might do brunch, and then after that, we'll uh, you know, uh, whisper sweet nothing, tell her go get me a drink, and we'll watch the fights. You know. <laughs> well, when when Clubber D t- takes your mother out on the same day, as- y'all just enjoy the fight. Okay, that's all you need to know. Just that's enjoy right. the fight because you're getting a free check. All right, Clubber D is paying for everything. He's paying for your mom. He's paying for you. What? Paying hey, for I know child. No, they paying. No, you're not, you're <laughs> okay. not paying for all of okay. us. Okay. <laughs> uh, 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 there's three items for me at, at uh, Taco Bell, and it better be a drink, because I ain't paying. No, no. Hey, uh-uh. <laughs> all right. you better. Appetizer, so you better. Uh, all he's getting Ooh. you is a shot of water. <laughs> yeah, I'm not paying for these women. Are you crazy? No, they got paid for me. Oh man, you better have an oh, appetizer last menu. You're looking at me, you crazy? No, nah, I'm joking. I, I simple a little bit. It's all good. You know, it'd be like that. You ain't getting that. That's, that's hilarious. Yeah, whoever um, said nice background, appreciate that. It's all the belts. Yes, yes. If, if you guys nice want to break down all the belts, you guys want to break down all the belts. Belts, which we're still supposed to get uh, uh, short on, so we'll see if we get that soon. Oh, the belts i'll do that <laughs> all right let's move on to the next bit of news so uh now we have the canelo may 4th announcement with the opponent being picked um or we don't know yet obviously um 
But there are a few opponents that are obviously in the running this for this. Um, we could see the other Charlo, right? Uh, we could see uh, Benavidez. That's a long dream and a hope uh, that we haven't been having for years. Uh, we could see Crawford. We could see that dream matchup that you think uh, Crawford has no chance on. Go ahead. Hmm? Uh, no, so he came out. This is the problem, okay? Canelo signed, signed a deal with PBC. For three fights. He already had one fight by fighting the smaller Charlo. He has two more fights left on his contract. And it's guaranteed $35 million. Now that PBC is not with Showtime anymore. After 37 years of boxing, Showtime is no more. Now they're now they have a distribution deal with uh Amazon. Amazon's not putting the money up for these fighters. People think they are, but they're not. It's all Al Heyman. So, and his money's been kind of funny. Um, they basically don't have the money to pay him. And that's why the May 4th fight is probably going to be back on the zone or I think Fight TV or something like that. I'm not sure where it's going to be, but I'll tell you who he's not going to fight. He's not going to fight David Morrell, who's a WBA regular champion, basically waiting to fight the WBA champion, who's Canelo. He has all the belts. Um, and that's the black belt right here, WBA. It's not going to be him. It's not going to be David Benavidez, who's the right above me, the, the green one, WBC, whoop, the WBC belt. He's not going to be him. He's been, he lost a belt on a scale that he lost a belt because using a uh, 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 uncontrolled substance uh, before a fight. Not a PED, just a recreational drug. So he got, he had the belt stripped twice. Then Canelo won it when he fought uh, Liam Smith, another person from Great Britain, uh, Johnny McDutton's aware he is. Anyways, that's how Canelo got the belt. He's never had a chance to fight to get his belt back. And so what David Benavides is trying to do is fight everybody who Canelo supposedly is going to fight so he can say he's next. The WBC and the WBA can always order their person in the waiting to fight Canelo. Why haven't they done that? I don't know. You tell me. But Canelo gets a cherry pick. You know what? I might drop him down in my in my all-time. You know, I, he might be fifth. I might bring Eric Morales and uh, the babyface assassin Marco Antonio Barrera up because I'm sick of this, Canelo. I'm sick of this. You need, you need to fight these guys. All right? I'm, I'm tired. Don't make me cut that. I'm about to go down to Mexico. Anyways, I mean, um, let's be completely honest though. Him ducking Benavidez is getting very, very frustrating right now. Like yep. even I, as and I know you're more of a super boxing fan than I am. I love boxing, but I know you're more of a super fan than I am. Then even I am getting frustrated. Like this has been years we have mm -hmm. been waiting for this damn fight. Are we ever gonna see it? I don't think so. Uh this is what I think he's gonna do. Now, Charlo. Recently came out and said that uh, um, he's on a beach right now or he's on a jet ski. He was drinking, slurring his words, saying, oh, I'm, saying I'm enjoying life. I, I, I ain't talking about fighting no Canelo May 4th. So he's not even worried about fighting. He might fight him, but if he does, why? That's another smaller guy coming up, okay? Bud, Bud's in the gym right now. He's training. What they're saying is they want Bud Mexican Independence Day in September because he always likes to fight September 18th, 15th time frame. Cinco de Mayo, Mexican Independence Day. So... I, I I think they want Bud in September. However, you gotta understand, Bud is 30, will be 37 years old in September. This man's old. Canelo's only 33, 34. So I think they're trying to age him out. And I don't, I'm not I don't like this fight because Bud's too small. You know what I'm saying? If he fought like at 154, 160. And you've said that for a while. You've yeah, said that for now. Timothy Bradley has come out to say that he thinks. Crawford would have a puncher's chance, but you say not even a chance. Tim Bradley, you know, he looks like he's wearing a, a football helmet. That's how big his head is. I don't know what the hell he's talking about, okay? What are you talking about? This man is 147 pounds. Fights at 147, all right? If he's fighting Canelo, who fights at 168, what do you think is going to happen, okay? He's going to balloon up there to 168 and somehow be able to take a Canelo punch, who Canelo, when he, during fight day, Canelo's going to be like at 180, Man, get out of here. What are you talking about? That's not going to happen. Nope. You, there's weight reasons. There's weight classes for a reason. You didn't see Mayweather fighting Roy Jones Jr. Or you didn't see Mayweather fighting Mike Tyson. Okay? Look at Roy Jones Jr. That is an example of somebody who went up, and it, he never was the same when he did that. He fought John Moise, fought the weakest heavyweight, got the belt from him, and then went back down, and, you know, Tarver's telling him good night. You know what I'm saying? So, I remember, ah, I forgot, I remember Roy Jones got knocked out. Jeez, I was at my dad's house. Oh, my God, I was I was hurting. 
I was so mad, man. Jesus. Yo, I was at I was at the yeah. Malavay's house for that fight. I remember that fight. I was at the Malavay's house once. I wish I was there for uh, I wish uh, shout to the Malavay's, but I wish I was there for uh, uh, when uh, Trinidad fought uh, Bernard Hawkins. Oh, they would have hated me. I would have talked so much junk. Oh, they're so lucky I couldn't come up there. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that's funny. All okay. right, awesome. I got Canelo. If he doesn't get Charlo, um, he, it might be uh, Jaime Munguia. Uh, even though he said he would never fight another Mexican, I think it might be Jaime, Jaime Munguia. And I like Jaime, but he ain't ready for Canelo. He ain't. He's not ready. Not ready at all. No way in hell is he ready. Yeah. And also, so you're you're solidified on the Charlo choice then? You really think it's going to be the other brother then? Uh, I don't know because he just posted something and he's – not even training right now, and it's what February, uh, gonna be March pretty soon. No, you you did say that, but I'm just thinking like, well, I was I was with Charlie. It's not gonna be Benavidez, not Morel, um, not Benavidez, not Morel. I doubt he's gonna get Boo Boo Andre a, a chance. Um, there's not many one unless he gives Caleb Plant a chance or uh, find someone smaller. Uh, moving up from like like Genovic at, at, at one uh, one sixty, um, I just uh, I it, it's slim pickings for him. He's kind of backed in a corner, and Benavides has strategically done that to kind of make sure that he only fights uh, his scraps, and people are going to criticize him. So um, it needs to be David Benavides, but Canelo does not want no part of the Mexican monster in David Benavides. You know what I'm saying? He wants no part of him. Now it is under contract though that he has to fight on may 4th correct he will but he gets to cherry pick who he wants to pick he wants to fight so you know what i'm saying like uh I just and there's no more john Ryder out there so yeah yeah We're there's tired. no more john Ryder's. uh i mean he can he can go and say i'll fight uh caleb plant again who lost david benavidez but why would people want to pay to see that i mean i wouldn't i would still uh watch it because it's my birthday you know celebrate it. but you know what i'm saying uh, i it's not it's not a, a a good fight you know for for the fans so i would uh I, i'm i like canelo but i just i'm not gonna let this you know stand you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna be like all right i i rock with you you're a good fighter but yeah fight johnny big nobody okay no fight the person you're supposed to fight what are you talking about yeah or- no i completely i completely agree with you this could damage his legacy if you're going to avoid fighters and we've 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 seen this before in the history and the legacy of fighters we've seen before where fighters ducked other fighters that were on their level and they never got on their level and they never tried to fight them and it kind of dented they're not ruined but dented their legacy yeah i mean there's some fighters even heavyweights where recently i heard an interview if any of you guys have time listen to the riddick bow rampage jackson uh podcast he, he went on the podcast with him and he explained the lennox lewis issue when Riddick Bowe, who's like a underrated heavyweight of all time, only one loss. But uh, this he threw the belt in the truck the WBC. Oh, we see you up there. He threw that belt in the trash can because he didn't want to want to fight Lex Lewis. And as a kid, I always said, man, he beat him in the Olympics. Uh, Lex Lewis beat him in the Olympics. Why is he so scared of? Uh, uh, why is Riddick Bowe so scared of him? But he explained that the WBC was basically trying to underpay him to fight Lex Lewis. And he's like, I'm the champion. Treat me like a champion. And they didn't want to do that, so he just threw the belt in the garbage. I thought he was just scared to fight him, you know. So it's so good hearing that because you gotta understand each belt. If you have a belt, you have to pay the belt uh, when you fight. They get a they get a cut out of your check. So that's why a lot of fighters, you know, um, they're not happy this the commission. Okay, so each each one of these belts will get like five, five between two and five percent of your purse when you fight. So keep that in mind. Uh, they dictate a lot of stuff. So, and that's why they want Canelo to stay champion because he brings a lot of people into the sport. So that's more viewers, more money. You know, they get more money on the back end. So the, I, I get where they're coming from, but as fighters, as as, fan, as a fan, I want to see the fight. Okay, I don't want to see you fighting a bunch of nobodies because you know a lot of people will uh, illegally watch these fights, uh, allegedly. You know, what I'm saying so they lose some money. I don't, I don't know who would do that. I wouldn't. I mean, I would never support uh, streaming illegally, so you should not either, folks. You should it, buy your would my events. Brother. Okay, don't don't ever look 
don't ever throw stones in glass houses when you don't know what other people are doing, okay? Exactly. Anyways, um, <laughs> um, I think that you're right. I think Canelo brings, obviously, all the money in, just like Oscar De La Hoya did, to yeah. be completely honest. Um, but De La Hoya had more heart. De La Hoya fought the people that, that not, uh, you know, more than Canelo, we'll say. Um, so this is tough for me because I think that Canelo is obviously one of the best boxer, if not the best boxer right now. You could talk about him, you could talk about Crawford, you could talk about Crawford. You know, there, no, I know, I know. Argument could be made that. Okay, all right. Well, some people, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make that argument, but some people, I mess with you. I mess with you. Um. So, anyways, okay. So we'll see what happens with Canelo. On May 4th, that is going to come after the April 20th Haney versus Garcia Ryan, uh, Devin Haney versus Garcia Ryan fight. And also, as uh, Clever D had mentioned, you got the Fury at Usyk, which is coming up after both of those. So, before we get into our last topic, which will be the UFC 298 this weekend, we talk about Shakur Stevenson. And the reason we bring this up is because last show, if you remember, fans, we talked about this exact thing. Why do boxers decide to retire out of nowhere for no reason? No one asked them to. And then we all know that they're not going to really retire and they come back. Um, I actually need to use the restroom, Clubber D. So I'm going to leave you to talk on this. Give me give me five minutes to run to the bathroom and come back. Uh, Just don't take the microphone with you. All right, all right, yeah. While he's dropping a deuce, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, let you guys know. So, Shakur Stevenson, um, this is my issue with him. I, I get, I get your frustration. Okay, you're this. I think he has one or two fights left on top rank. They offered him, I think, 15 mil to resign on top rank recently. Um, he's frustrated. Nobody wants to fight him. Okay, you got Tank out there at 135. Uh, you got uh, Keyshawn Davis, but it looks like he's moving up to fight uh, Tiafima Lopez. So he's trying to fight him. Um, there's not much at 135. You got Cambosa against Lomachenko. I believe that's in May also. Um, and they'll be fighting for one of the belts. I think either WBA or WBO. Um, so he's a WBC champion, and nobody wants to fight him. Now, unfortunately, it doesn't help him. His last performance was similar to um, Tiafima Lopez's where he didn't look so good. He was kind of running, just pop-shotting. They said he had a shoulder injury. They're saying he had a hand injury. I'm not too sure. I just know he didn't look too good. And then you look at Tiafimo Lopez, who fought last Thursday. I thought he lost that fight um, uh, to Jermaine Ortiz. But, uh, you know, these guys are on. He's set up for failure because they, they got these guys fighting on Thursdays. National TV is fine. ESPN is perfectly fine to fight on. You know, it could bring casuals in. But who in their right mind is going to stay up till 12 o'clock on a weeknight to watch you fight? I'm sorry. I'm old. I got to work. I can't be staying up to 12 o'clock to watch you fight. You're crazy. Especially if the performance isn't so good. You know what I'm saying? If you don't look that great, if it's not an exciting knockout, or you're not putting on a clinic uh, uh, beating these guys, nobody's going to want to tune in and watch you. Okay? So Shakur's in a weird spot to where he has to uh, do these little, oh, I'm retiring. Nobody wants to fight me. It's kind of like a... Kind of like not showing a female a lot of attention, okay? And she's going to do little subtle, subtle moves to kind of hint at you to, you know, show me attention, show me attention. And it, you know damn well she's going to come back, you know. Or the, well, I don't know about some of y'all. Some of y'all kind of dusty. They ain't going to come back. But for the real ones, they're going to come back, you know, because they know where, where uh, know who treats them well. So Shakur is trying to act, oh, screw boxing. You know, well, we won't miss you if you're not gone. He literally retired for like 20 days. And now he's like, all right, I'm ready to fight in June. Come on, bro. I get it, but come on. Like, let's man up. If you if you're getting tired, nobody wanting to fight you, call them out. That's the problem what I feel with, with, with boxing nowadays. Call people out. If you want to fight them, like like Benavidez does Canelo and uh and, and how Crawford did for Earl Spence for five years, call them out. Prove that whoever uh you want to fight is a punk and they're scared to fight you. Just do that. I mean, that's 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 what I would do, but you know, I'm retired. You know, it is what it is. But uh, well, man, Gary. Okay, so Jeremy, I'll talk about the Niners since Omar is going. I will do the Niners real quick. Uh, Steve Wilkes, the scapegoat, yes and no. Uh, 
Um, I'll get to play calling, Shanahan's play calling in a second, but you got to understand Steve Wilkes was hired uh, and he wasn't able to bring his own staff. The Niners ran a, a wide nine uh, defense. That's not his specialty. So he was already set up for failure, I believe. Um, when he was in the booth, there's communication issues as far as what he should do. That's why we were on a three-game skid, and they changed it to uh, him coming to the sideline so the communication get better. That's one thing. Two, if you have Patrick Mahomes uh, and you're down, you do not put yourself in a prevent defense. It doesn't have like you don't do that, and that's what he was. That's what he did. Uh, Shanahan even called a timeout uh, during their drive and told him get out of that zero zero uh, prevent defense. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, not take away from the blame on Kyle Shane. I'm not, I'm not getting there yet, but Steve Wilkes, he, he just wasn't a match. Okay. You don't, you, you don't defend Mahomes like that in the second half or the fourth quarter of the game. You don't do that. Uh, Shanahan. Yeah. He should have ran the ball a lot more. Um, when our offensive uh, guard went out, he changed to Spencer Burford who played a little bit this year. You know, he started most of the games, but he missed a crazy assignment against uh, Chris Jones of all people. He didn't even block was a free runner. To, uh, to freaking uh, uh, Purdy in overtime, you know. So I don't know if he was just scared because because uh, McCaffrey fumbled on the first drive, or he was just playing way too conservative. But if you're uh, you go against the Chiefs, you got to score. Mahomes is the goat. I'm sorry, he he's the best ever. If we play the Chiefs and in football, we play them in basketball, we play them in baseball. If you play them in badminton, if you play them in uh, Pimps's Rock, we'll lose. I'm sorry, I just don't. We're that's a team we can't beat. I just don't think we can beat them. You know, what I'm saying something will happen. Uh, everybody would get hurt or, you know, it would just be an awful day for us. Um, so we just can't beat the, the Chiefs. It, it just, it's just not going to happen. Um, so I'm as a Niner fan, I'm over it. I'm, I'm kind of done because uh, a lot of trash talk, only the trash talk I listened to were Chiefs fans. They were even talking trash. And a lot of them I know they're actually real fans and they don't really dick ride like some of them, some people do. So I was cool with them. The other ones, I don't I mean, who are they? So, you know, it's it, it's fine. The Niners will forever lose against the Chiefs if Andy Reid and Mahomes sit there. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. We can't beat them. You know, we, we can't really think of a game plan to beat them. We just act like, you know, hey, give them championship. They deserve it. So I'd rather get blown out as a Niner fan watching this shit because it's been three Super Bowls I've lost, seen and lost. And, you know, it is what it is. What am I supposed to do? What can I say? I'm a sideliner like everyone else watching a goddamn sport. So, hey, they, they lost. You know, so be it. You missed you miss my Niner thing, but it's okay. Damn, I went upstairs to pee real quick because unfortunately, uh, ladies and gentlemen, there is no bathroom down here on this floor, so I have to go all the way upstairs to use the bathroom. Um, and I went to pee real quick and I come back and you're talking 49ers. Someone I, either of course, you I wouldn't, I wouldn't get Jeremy what he wanted, and you know, uh, and I told about Steve Wilkes, you know, how he was set up to fail. His style wasn't defense, we ran, he couldn't bring his people in, he did shitty coverages. Like, why are you in prevent? With Mahomes driving on you, that just makes no sense. It makes no sense, you know. We lose Greenlaw in the second, what third position? Like that is that was a big. Oren Burks who came in gave up. He was nine for nine of people throwing at him. He was not like it's just is. And you can blame Shanahan to play calling, but McCaffrey fumbled. We lost our offensive guard, so we have blown coverages on the line. They weren't communicating. It's a. It was. It was. It is what it is. You but know you saying? have the number three defense in the league. How does he get it's, fired it's, after having the number three defense in the league? We, we weren't high on sacks. This is number three in total stats. It, we were terrible against the run, and also uh, we didn't get enough pressures. And I hate to be like, oh well, they hold, they hold, they hold. And this course, there's there's some people that 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 do the videos of uh, players getting held, like Bosa getting held on the first drive and on the second drive. And yes, he did get held, but I'm not the one to be like, oh my God, he got held every play. My thing is this, I think Bosa jinxed us by saying uh, the Niners, uh, the Chiefs defensive ta offensive tackles are number one in the league for offensive holding, okay? He said that prior to the game saying they hold a lot. They didn't, we didn't get that one holding call, but uh, uh, there was D-Rider number one. Uh, that's a grown man that hops on another team, so I mean, he might as well got a, got a Patrick Mahomes dildo at his house. But uh so, yeah, he do, but um, it is what it is. It is what it is. But yeah, let's hop back on to the MMA because I gotta, I gotta go to hospital here pretty soon. All right, we both gotta get out of here for a second. By the way, be while you're there, right. subscribe at Ball and Buds B A L L A N D B U. Forty Niners. Hold on, hold on, Omar. I got some. Like uh, like E forty said, 
This team ain't sniffed a Super Bowl. Only bowl they sniff is a cereal bowl. There's no way. They don't even come close. This dude, the NFC Championship game. Gonna talk. Eat a dick. Anyway, let's go. Let's go. Clubber D going Eat off on Flo. Flo hey. never gets a break when it comes to Clubber D. That being... That being said, um, Clubber D uh, uh, is going to join us possibly later on the bottom line. But what you do want to do is join the Facebook group at The Bottom Line Sports. Because right after this, once we get off, I'm switching over and we're going to The Bottom Line Sports. And you're going to find all of your sports news. That being said, let's move into our last topic, my friend. Uh, Here we go. There you go. I'll let you respond. Go ahead. It's not a drought if we go there. You Super Bowl win, yes, by one year, but it's not a drought if you go there. There's a difference. They've been twice in five years, so they haven't even, like I said, they have the NFC Championship game. He, he, I think he just started watching football eight years ago, but it's fine. Let's let's keep moving. I got UFC Flo, to go. The right. new football watcher. Oh, <laughs> the new football watcher. Yes, his logic is just retarded. Pardon my French. It's, it's terrible. I'm sorry. I'm over here. I'm over here doing just naughty things to my. Uh, here we go. Whoa. Flo, just stop. Whoa. Just stop. Oh, whoa, whoa. Whoa. I'm a Chiefs fan. You a dick. Oh, How are you a Chiefs How are you a Chiefs fan? I don't. Don't. You're not a Chiefs fan because your wife is a Chiefs fan, sir. Okay, you got one team. You chose the Cowboys. Stick with them. Stop trying to get other people to come to your team, and stop switching over when your team sucks. Because that's not how sports works. Now let's look what uh, Hot Take Jake's dad has to say. Uh, First of all, I think the Niners played great. Uh, Sometimes things don't go your way. Forgive me for being ignorant. You're not ignorant, Uh, Hot Take Jake's dad. We love you here. Uh, Uh, Does a boxer have to give up their belt when they retire? Yeah, that's a good question. yeah, it's, it's, I mean, you retire, you, you have to give the belt up. Um, and what I was going to say earlier with, with uh, Canelo, I would be okay with Canelo if he gave the belts up and let other people become champions. I would be perfectly fine of him fighting Triple G a third time that we didn't care about seeing or fighting uh, Charlo, the smaller Charlo coming for 154. I've been okay with those fights if he didn't still hold on all the belts. He's been holding all the main belts for the last probably two or three years. That's my issue with him, okay? He gave John Ryder a mandatory for one of the belts, but you have two guys that have been mandatories for two years that you have no interest in fighting. So it's it's very corrupt in boxing where these belt commissioners need to be like, hey, that's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? We need to have you defend against our number one because each belt has their own ranking. And you got to honor the number one number one. Uh, Contender, excuse me. That's my issue with, with, with Canelo. He's a great, he's one of the best, but you, none of the other Mexican greats would do that. Morales would hell, would never have done that. Um, 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 Julio Cesar Chavez would never have done that. Um, um, uh, uh, was it Marquez? Yeah, he's one of the best. I, I used to love watching uh, Marquez fight. He wouldn't, oh my God, he would never do that stuff. So seeing him do it and even being called out by Nacho Vera, one of the great uh, respected Mexican trainers, he even said, called out Canelo for doing this stuff for years. So a lot of the Mexican greats, I mean, they rob with Canelo, obviously, but they're not happy the way he's going around business because that's not what that's not their style. You know what I'm saying? They call it Mexican style for a reason. OK, so that's not the way they move or, or move to get that, get their people on the map of boxing. So it's, it's, it's one of those weird things with, with Canelo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's 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 a weird place he's in, but at the same time, I, along with what you have taught me over many a years in boxing, is that fighters need to fight. And if you're not fighting, you're not doing what, A, you're paid to do, but also what you desire to do, what you love to do, what you say you want to be the best at. And most of these fighters talk a lot of shit and want to be the best at something, but a lot of them ain't got the balls to actually put that into theory and become the best of the best. You know what I mean? Pause. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Like, you either got a set of cojones or you don't, one or two. Yeah, yeah. He's got, he's got the muscle man's making, he's killing it. I think he's the grand mar- marshal at one of those any 500s, whatever. I was going to do that last week to the Indy 200, but I had hurt my wrist, so I couldn't really go out there and swing that little flag like that. But, uh, 
Let's get the UFC, man. Let's get the UFC. There's no such thing as an Indy 200. Yeah, there is. You ever heard of Indy 200? You ever heard that? Oh, man. You don't know about the Indy 200 race? First of all, it's the Indy 500. And then the, no. the, minor, no, the minor ones are the Indy 250s. What are you No, talking? it's the Brickyard. We get, we get, we get, I, get, I get 200 out-of-shape women, and we they run a whole lap. What? You know we kiss the brick. We pour milk on ourselves after. Yeah, it's any two watch. You don't know about that? Did you yeah. just say we kiss the milk and pour milk no, on ourselves? Kiss the, kiss the brick. You know what I'm saying? They pour the milk on themselves. Like you don't know about that? Yeah, it's what we do. You no, but that? I love I love imagining like you winning the race and then kissing some like forty year old milk and then like pouring milk all over the two of you. <laughs> That's not far fetched. <laughs> Maybe sixty year old, some of y'all's mama, so y'all need to watch out. So, <laughs> well, back out. in the day when the term MILF came out, which by the way, y'all y'all don't understand when the term became popular. Yeah, that's true. It didn't it didn't come out with this movie, but with American Pie is when it became popular. Like everyone came out with that. Started. I didn't know. That was high school. Showing our age. <laughs> Showing our age. Go watch American Pie, youngsters. Yeah, that's a very that. good one. You'll learn All right. something. Last uh, last topic here is the big card this weekend. UFC Ooh. 298, my friend. And uh, I, I, I know you want to at least touch on the co-main event because I know you love both of these fighters. Robert Whitaker, who is 24 and 7, versus Paulo Costa, who has, you know, held our, our uh, high opinions for a long, long time now. Um okay. uh, uh, well, you've been high on him for a little bit. I like Paulo Costa. It's just he needs to fight. I'm just that that, okay. that Chimaya fight. I thought it was gonna happen, but he got hurt, you know. And uh, he's he's a good fighter. He had the weight problem, and then the whole is he juicing, not juicing? Then he had with the was the steroid juice or whatever he would see, he would joke around with. But um, I honestly feel well, Costa. This is this is like a make or break fight for both of these guys. Whitaker lost uh, to DDP uh, Duplessis his last fight. You know what I'm saying? Got knocked out in the second, third round. I thought he was going to win that fight. I used to call him to win. Uh, Costo, I haven't, we haven't seen him in, what, two years against Luke Rockhold? Maybe a year, two years against Luke Rockhold. And uh, Luke Rockhold was, like, drinking his blood like uh, like uh, Adam uh, Hangman Page. It was disgusting in the fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, like smearing Hangman his, Page versus to Swerve in AEW. Yeah, smeared his blood all over his face. Like, it was disgusting. So, um, I, I think... Oof. Man, I, I, this one can go. This is this is a 50-50 club banger. This is a 50-50. Can go. I'm about to do a caveat on this one. I'm gonna say, you ready for me? I'm gonna say. I was not ready. Say, I was not ready. I was not ready for the club banger. I apologize. Hold on, hold on. It's hold gonna on. Be a caveat, I got though. First banger would be, I'm gonna say Costa. What right. are you doing? Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> Club there we go. Bangers. There we go. Club Bangers. I did shorten that up, by the way. We're going to take that little drum roll out. But a little loud. A little loud. I'm going to say I got Whitaker. Third round what? TKO. What? I'm going at third what? round TKO. Throw around TKO. Old ass Whitaker is going to be Paulo Costa. You, that Ozzy's going to bring a bang, uh, he's going to bring a kangaroo. He's got a couple of Joey's in the crowd. He knows some people out there. You know what I'm saying? He, he can call some dingoes. He, he's got he's got a light skin. He might know some uh, Aborigines. I don't know if he's some Simone or not. He might call some Aborigines or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Some dusty ass feet. He knows. I'm telling you right now. I got him. Or my caveat will be Paulo Costa second round knockout. That'd be my caveat. I'm just not going to. Uh, yeah, flow. Yeah, please, <laughs> please. But uh, yeah, that that'd be my caveat right there. Um, so I, right. I would go with a uh, Whitaker TKO third round, or uh, I don't think I said third round, whatever. Uh, but if not, I got I can see Costa knocking him out, uh, probably first or second round for sure. Because that's can Whitaker take a punch and a duplessis kind of prove that he's kind of fragile, not fragile, but his his chin might be going and. When you start getting chinny as a fighter, you know, look at Chuck Liddell and, and uh, yeah, they call it chinny. Um, Chuck Liddell and other boxers where you just 
go like that, and they 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 fall out. So you know what I'm saying? That that happens to boxers who take a lot of punishment, uh, and it just switches like that, like Brandon Schaub. You know what I'm saying? They just can't uh, take a punch anymore. Chinny sounds Chitty, very, Chitty very suspect. Not, it's very not, suspect. It's <laughs> not. It's a common word for boxing and fighting and cage. Once you get chinny, it's over with. And some of y'all's moms know what that is. But anyway, so that's what I'm event. saying. It's suspect. Either it's someone's chinning me, or I'm I'm sunning someone's chin. One of the two. Like those are the only it's two options. Chinny. It's called chinny. When you get a little suspect in the chin, you can be taken out. All right, well, let's move on to the main event here. We have our boy here at Ball and Buds, very much one of our favorite fighters, Alexander Volkanovsky, coming in again. The great, yeah, let's get that straight. The great, and he's coming in against a very, very competitive challenger, someone who has, uh, you know, a lot of people. And I'm not going to say it's Clubber D, but a lot of people are picking Ilya Taporia to win this fight. So what is Clubber D picking in this matchup of one of the greatest of all time, Volkanovski versus the up-and-comer, Ilya Taporia? So just a backstory on Volkanovski. This guy's 29-3. He has... I think he lost. He used to be weighed like 300 pounds. He was a big dude. He played rugby. You know, he slimmed down another Australian guy. I think he's from Birth, Australia. I was there two weeks ago. We had we had highlighted him because we had hunted some emus back in there. That's another story. But anyways, he's fought a who's who at featherweight. He is a featherweight god. Okay, this man beat Max Holloway, who was the goat first at featherweight three times. Yes, three times. He's beaten Brian uh, T City Ortega. He's beaten uh, Chad Mendes, the ex champion, and he's beaten the other goat, uh, Jose Aldo. He's, I mean, he's, those he's, are some names right there. Korean Zabi knocked him out. You know what I'm saying? Korean Zabi started speaking English. He, boop, boop, he started speaking right. I was like, whoa, how'd that happen? He, I, I said, hey, chill out. But yeah, so Volkanovski is the GOAT. However, when he moves up to lightweight to 155, he's been taken out by uh, Islam uh, Islam each time. You know, he's two two losses and one win in his last fight. His last win was uh, was at featherweight when he fought uh, Yair Rodriguez in his uh, TKO loss. Uh, TKO win for him, but his last fight is when he took on Islam on short notice and he got knocked out and it was bad. Um, of course, that's not at 145, 155, but still, he got knocked out pretty bad. I do not like when fighters come back this quick off a knockout. I think this fight got knocked out maybe uh, four months ago, maybe. I could be wrong. I think it's like maybe four or five months ago. I, I think it was when I met Joe Montana at, at, the, at the show uh, not too long ago, but uh, yeah, it, it was then. Um, it was during the football season, so it wasn't that long ago. And then he's fighting again. So I don't know if his brain has recovered. I know he has a lot of mental health issues where he says that he has to fight to kind of feel normal, train for fights, which I understand. But if you get knocked out like that, you gotta you gotta take a break. Like uh, uh, Usman, uh, Hassan Usman, is that what's his name? Hassan Usman? Uh, uh, no, no, no. Um, uh, Hassan. That's his, that's his brother who's saying. Uh, yeah, Usman, when he fought Leon Edwards after getting knocked out, he said that he should have waited before he fought him again. However, he's fighting against Ilya Tapora, okay, the, the El Matador, okay, this man's 14-0, and 0, no losses, four KOs, and an eight by submission, okay? This man's fought in Ryan Hall, who's from a uh, local uh, submission expert uh, from Alexandria, Virginia. He's fought in uh, Bryce Mitchell, and he fought the man who knocked out Bryce Mitchell, which was part of my uh, knockout of the year, uh, Josh Emmett. Okay, Josh Emmett knocked out Bryce Mitchell, but Bryce Mitchell, but uh, Ilya Tapora has knocked, has fought Mitchell and Josh Emmett. It was Friday night, beat the living crap out of him his last fight to get this title shot. So, with that being said, Omar, with that being said, with the GOAT at featherweight, Alexander the Great Volkanovsky against Ilya Elmato Tapora, bangers. I'm gonna go with. Clubs banger. Ilya Tapora is going to be an upset fourth round TKO. What? What? Oh, Ilya Tapora, what? Fourth round TKO. And I, I, I love Alexander Volkanovsky. He's already talking about going to a, a, a lightweight, moving up. He wants that third fight with Islam. Islam's going to move up to 170. He's going to move to oh. 155. Tapura's going to race Supreme at 145. He's going to be the new oh. champ. He's going to race Supreme. And I'm wow. calling one of y'all's brothers tonight. I need my back rub. Wow. Did you just say the featherweight goat is going to lose his title? 
Ilya Tukorin. You know, when I was looking at expert picks, I only saw a couple. I only saw mm-hmm. a couple of Ilya Teporia. I said there was more than that because I wanted to spur Clubber D up because I didn't think he was going to pick him. I thought Clubber D was going to pick his goat, the goat of the featherweight, Mr. Alexander Volkanovsky. But no, he tricked me, and he has gone with Ilya Teporia to win the belt at UFC 298. Y'all tune in this weekend, Saturday at the Honda Center in Anaheim. Now, before you see me on the bottom line, we have one more topic. And this, Saudi Arabia, on top of everything, as we have talked about always, mm-hmm. and they are hosting the PFL versus Bellator, not this weekend, but next Saturday, yeah, on already, the 24th, huh? champion versus champion on the zone. So, my Got friend. It. We could go into we can go into all these uh, real quick. We can go into all these. I'm just gonna give the heavyweight fight, which is uh, Ferreira versus Bader. A lot of people aren't gonna know these people anyways, but they do want to know what you think about this card and these people. You know, uh, with me trying to figure out the algorithm, um, I wonder if I should do a short of my picks. Okay, but give me two fights. I'll give you my my pick right now, but. I will have that ready. I can have that ready by Tuesday. Okay. If people well, can see it by Thursday. Let's go with the, the main three fights. Actually, let's go with, I, I like this fight here. At Featherweight, I'm looking at my phone. The Pride of Peru, Jesus Pinedo, returns uh, off action off his 2023 PFL Championship victory to take on one of our favorites, mm-hmm. Patricio the Pitbull. Pitbull. Who is the current okay. Featherweight Champion. What do you think about this? It's hard to go against Patricio Pitbull. I, 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 it's hard to go. What's their last name? Alves. 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 Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, but yeah, it, the Pitbull brothers. You know, uh, he's the better one. He's the one who beat uh, beat uh, uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank. He's basically cleared out just by everybody in division, and um, I honestly, I think he's gonna win probably by first round knockout because his style is to come straight at you, and he doesn't like to um. He doesn't like to dilly dally. He's, he's he's literally gonna. I think it's a left hook or right hook. He's gonna uh, end that fight, and that is me off the head. Not really, not really giving much thought into it. How about that? Cool. That my research. I like no, I like. I, I, well, we didn't talk about PFL and Bellator. Put your mic up. We talked about PFL and Bellator, but obviously, not not many of our fans are gonna actually know who any of these people are. So to give an analysis on the boxing match or the, sorry, the MMA match would be very shallow because not many people are going to know what they want to know is why are PFL and Bellator emerging? Why are we having champion versus champion? What is going to come out of this? Because Kayla Harrison has already left PFL where Cyborg has come in to PFL. So there's just like a lot of movement. I would say, why are you got the backwards? Serrano, right? Ooh, oh, I'm sorry. There you go. Jesus. I apologize. I thought I was I was talking loud, so I didn't want to talk right into the mic. But um, anyways, I was I was saying that, like for instance, Kayla Harrison went USC. Uh, a cyborg was brought into PFL. Jake Paul, or Serrano, and Ganu all brought into PFL as well with this transaction. So yeah. what are we really gonna see with this? Are we going to see UFC poaching people off like WWE does all the other little territories? Or are we going to see an actual competition between PFL and Bellator merging and the new TKO, which we have, which is, you know, that WWE has nothing to do with the with the martial arts parts of that. That's all UFC. But at least they have a combined uh, organization going on. So my question to you with this merger and Uh-oh. can they compete you cut out the last thing can they come would you say before they compete can they compete can they co- yeah can they compete how do you feel about this merger and can they compete yep so uh pfl all right you gotta understand pfl has a has a deal with the zone they do a lot of pfl europe so they have shows on the zone and to showcase the european talent so what they like to do is they're being more worldwide and trying to get the smaller markets so them fighting in saudi arabia with these uh champions for champions they're going to get a, a decent amount of uh people 
may not be in America, but you'll get a lot of people in Brazil and in Europe or in Thailand fighting. It's kind of like how one organization is probably the second biggest fighting organization next to uh, uh, UFC worldwide because they have Singapore on, on, on lock and you look at all the people that are fight over there uh, in Asia, they tune into one championship and that's on Amazon Prime. So I think what they're trying to do is we're not going to go head to head with UFC uh, directly, but we're going to get everything around UFC because UFC is trying to build a card and go to Saudi Arabia. They had a time to do that, but that card was trash and his, his excellency, can't say the name, Turkish, whatever his name is, uh, said, no, nah, no, nah, y'all go back to the drawing board because they want they wanted Islam and they wanted other uh, Shemaev to fight on that card, but they couldn't make it work. So that's why you got PFL going against Bellator in Saudi Arabia. So that's a win already by beating the UFC to Saudi Arabia. UFC's fought Abu Dhabi before uh, a couple times, but they haven't done Saudi Arabia because that's a big market and they just legalized uh, alcohol after 70 or 80 years of no alcohol because a lot of Muslims, you're not supposed to drink alcohol. So they just legalize that in Saudi Arabia where you can drink alcohol, alcohol, not speak, alcohol. So with them already being there for this fight, they're kind of already got a leg up on the UFC. And if you saw highlights of the, uh, of the Wilder fight uh, uh, or the um, Nganu Fury, they put on a great show over there, a great show. So, you know. Yeah, I can't wait to see a show in Saudi Arabia. They put on an amazing, amazing uh, card. And again, we would have gone through the card with you, and I'll announce it to you. We have the lightweight heavyweight is Impa Kazagnagi, who sounds Filipino. I'm not sure. Um, versus Johnny Eblen. And, Eblen, then, yeah, we have, and then we have Renan Ferraria, Ferraria versus Ferraria, Ryan yeah. Bader. And we all know Ryan Bader. He's been around. Yeah, we know Ryan Bader. You know, they, they named Darth Bader, uh, fights out of Arizona, big-time wrestler. Um, he'll That's the main event. That. Is those two yeah, heavyweights? Dude, that dude, I think who I think it is, he's like Renan, six seven. Renan Fadadia, Renan yeah, Fadadia. He's basically like an Alex Pereira type uh, at a heavyweight. He's a big dude. Okay. Um, if, if he gets taken down, but Bader got that all day. But Bader doesn't like in touch, uh, and and I think dude's gonna touch his chin. And it might be a, it might be Rap City. I don't care if that's a pause. And um, wow, Eblin, Eblin's a monster. This dude, his last fight, he fought uh, Leon Edwards. No, he fought Fabian Edwards, uh, uh, who's Leon Edwards' brother, and Leon was there. And he he took him out. He had a nasty cut on his forehead. It was disgusting. Eblin is no joke. He's a so gambler. some people are saying he's the best middleweight on the planet. Uh, yeah, I, I would I would say I would I wouldn't disagree. Wow, I wouldn't disagree. He is he is no joke. Um, it's just that when people when you fight at a different uh, organizations, he's fighting that lightweight too now. So he's moving up. Yeah, or not not he, lightweight he's fighting a uh, uh, middleweight or light light heavyweight light right? heavyweight. Yeah, they're light heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so Sorry. he's. he's now you did. It's uh, he's he's moving. Uh, well, you think that's gonna affect him? That's a, that's that's a, good, a yeah. that's a big jump right there. That's probably the biggest jump in MMA. That's going from one seventy to one eighty five. That's fifteen pounds. That's wow. the only that that one and light heavyweight to um, I'm sorry, middleweight to light heavyweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One eighty five, one seventy, one eighty five. That's fifteen, and then uh, to heavyweight, which is one eighty five to over two hundred five. 205, yep, whatever. 205. 205. Yeah. So that's 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 a. That's, I mean, I don't like the 15 pound jumps, but if he if he can walk around, I'm not sure what his body weight is walking around. But uh, you know. But you yeah. think he's that talented that he can take him out at even 15 pounds lighter? He got to be able to take a punch. He, he got to be able because say you weigh uh 205 fight date when you walking in as you know what I'm saying. So right. Um, if he's walking like BJ Penn would do that, he'll fight at 170, walking in at 178. These guys are walking in at 180, 190, you know, he didn't care. But, you know, it was a different animal. Uh, what did, who did Matty Park, what did he say? Oh, sorry, I didn't see the comments. Oh, he's doing a dick. Wowzers, thank you, Matty Park. You remember when you used to put 8008 on your calculator and you spelled boob? Yeah. Get out of here with that childish. What up, Daniel Barry? Shout out. Um, anyways, Hey, we know Clubber D. He got to go. He got to get there and yeah, play right across the street. Drop some stuff off the hospital. So, hey, yeah. we really appreciate y'all tuning in. Ball and Buds, B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S. Go ahead and subscribe. By the way, our next show will be for UFC 299. And we will be on, uh, you know, hey, I don't want to say uh, March 9th, which will be that Saturday. We may or may not be because we may be on that Thursday. But March 9th, as one, some some would say, 
the best rapper of all time died on March 9th. I wouldn't say that, but some people may may say that. And, and y'all be on the lookout. I've already talked to my connections. That guy, Dave, and we be our in. We'll talk later, Omar. Whoa! They're in. Whoa! Avengers and topics are being talked about. Y'all be ready. It's coming. Ball and buds in in full force, full effect. Coming on that ass. Wowzers. Whoa. I'm sorry. We're leaving now. That's it. I apologize. Good night, y'all. Catch us on the bottom line sports. I'm about to go there right now. Clubber D might actually join us in a couple minutes. We're not sure. We'll see if he drops it off in time. But after I said that, I need to go. Bye. Oh no, I'm still sitting by now. He's with the millions. It's that world heavyweight flow. Championship belt wrapped around my waist. Yo, I got that Ric Flair figure flow. Slam you on the pavement. That's why they call me Street Pro. Create heat on beat flow. Like Jordan after the second time he three-peated folks. Get ready, set, let's go. Fight toe to toe, release the flow created by this micro life camera. Get low, action back, back to back. In fact, this monster will grow. Y'all better let him know. Man with the master plan, and you have no need to know. Heart like winter cold. Bust these fools, anything less than killing whack rappers is a crime. I stay trying to get mine. Stacking value, packing venues, winning overtime. Ain't no fine timeline. Open your eyes, you're looking for the best, and this is what you find. Game is only for the bowl. You can't prepare, now get ready for the show. Introducing, from parts unknown, your UFC and Combat Sports Insider, Clever D, the Combat G, and the Sports Professor. Uh-huh. <laughs>